Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. So glad you could join me for another episode, and if you're a first-time listener, hey, welcome aboard. Hopefully uh, hopefully, what I talk about today is going to be enough to want you to come back and listen tomorrow, but also go back to the back catalogue and listen to some of the other episodes that uh, hopefully will add value to you on your exceptional sales leadership journey, but also pay it forward to your team and help them become even more exceptional in the roles that they play as well. And of course, if you are a returning listener, so glad to have you back on board and hopefully I'm continuing to add value to you and to your sales team. So before we kick off today's on today's topic, I'd love to ask you a couple of favors, which I often do on the podcast in, in various episodes. And that is, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please press subscribe because that will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be digested and listened to. And of course, a shameless plug, if you can also go so far as to rate the show as well on any platform, but particularly if you're on the Apple platform, if you can uh, rate the show. Whether you love the show, please rate it. And if you don't like the show, hey, please rate it. Uh, all feedback is good feedback and uh, it enables other people who are just like you who might be searching for information and podcasts to listen to in relation to leadership and sales to more easily find the show. So um, it's all about spreading the, I guess, spreading the gospel, spreading the word and Hey, the more people that listen to the podcast, the uh, hey, the more the more, <laughs> the more penetration we have in the marketplace. But uh, also, hopefully, the more value I can add to more people. So it's all a it's all a great thing to uh, add value to the masses and uh, and add value to you as an individual as well. So if you can do that, would greatly greatly appreciate it. Hey, in today's episode, I want to talk about a um, investment, and that is investment in your team. And the question behind this is. As a leader, how much time and to some degree, how much money do you invest in investing in your team? Now, this has, a, a, I guess, a background in relation to culture. So I'm a firm believer in this concept that as a leader in particular, that culture is everything. Now, so many, so many speak about the importance of strategy and, and being in the sales area for many, many years, there was a lot of, I guess, senior executives and certainly senior sales directors as well who used to spend copious amounts of time building strategies that have behind closed doors type of you know sweatshops I <laughs> used to call them, or they would they would call it coming to Jesus type meetings or idea generation sessions where they were sitting sitting around a big table maybe on PowerPoint or somebody was standing up at a whiteboard and they were building strategy. Now strategy is very important and I agree that strategy is important. So I'm not I'm not poo pooing strategy per se. But, and there's a big but here, and this is why uh, culture is such a critical thing. If culture is not created and made a priority, then the best laid strategies will simply not work. And I've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times where sales leaders, sales directors, and sometimes in the case of you know smaller companies, CEOs spend so much time and put so much effort into building a strategy that they take their eyes off the culture and wonder why the strategy doesn't work. And so in today's episode, let's let's talk about this concept of investing in the team and having a really powerful culture as as the underlying platform for your team's growth. And so the question then is, how often do you invest in your team? And how often do you bring them together and really invest in them 
really invest in their development, take them out of the normal day-to-day activities and business environment that they actually are used to coming to every single day and create the space to focus on themselves and focus on the team and focus on the business, but from a completely different perspective. And so the reason I'm raising this today is I've just come off the last two days where I had the privilege of working with an awesome company uh, and a great CEO and their leadership team where we did just that. We allowed the time, we allowed the space to really invest in them as a team in a leadership group, but also give them the space to invest in themselves and build some relationships with their colleagues. And some of them they haven't really met before so that they can start build building a really powerful culture, not just for this year, but also for future years. And so laying the foundation. And the great thing about this was the CEO created the space and also created the expectation that it was not only okay to uh, create the space and really invest in themselves, it was actually expected. Uh, and it was really interesting to facilitate these two days because uh, we had a senior leadership team on the first day and then a, a wider leadership representation on the second day. And everybody was considered equal. There was no there was no real hierarchy in the room, even though the hierarchy within the business obviously exists. And we did talk about that a little bit. But essentially, uh, the CEO brought everybody together and I had the privilege of facilitating the, the two days, which I really enjoyed. Uh, and the CEO wanted to be very specific in his messaging, and that is he doesn't necessarily have all the answers. Yes, strategy is important, but what he really wanted to do was spend two days away from the business and enable people to get to know each other in a, in a really effective way. And in that process, you know, develop a better understanding of each other and the different, I guess, the different, uh, not so much the strengths and weaknesses, but different perspectives that people have within the business. And also, therefore, to create a level of alignment between the different business units, because one of the things that that exists in this company, which is no different to any other organization that I've worked with, um, and you'll probably find the same, is there's a lot of uh, different people with different KPIs, different metrics, different objectives, and therefore, potentially, there is a number of silos that exist within the business that does make it hard to really create that level of true alignment. And so the opportunity to come together for two days and really start breaking down some of those barriers and to start creating that platform for that alignment piece was really, really important. The other thing we wanted to do was create some high-level overviews of um, some scorecards. So as a business, what are, our, what are our key objectives for the year and what do we want to set ourselves about in terms of achieving this year? And then how do we actually start communicating more effectively to all key stakeholders, whether it be um, the senior leaders, the peers, but also downwards, and in that process, create this fantastic culture where it is a great place to work. Where And I talked about this a little bit as well yeah, over the two days is if you can create a fantastic culture, it almost becomes like a destination where people are starting to knock down the door to want to be part of something special because they hear that it's a great place to work. And so if we can do that and set that platform, then hey, everything everything is, is set up for a fantastic year and the future beyond that. But also when it comes to then building strategy, you've got a really strong and robust framework from which to now launch that effective strategy because you've got a really strong foundation of a culture that's in place that will be able to support that that strategy and certainly help that strategy really start to really start to gain momentum. And so I ask you the question, how often do you take your team away from the business day to day and invest in their development and take them out of the business so they can spend time with each other building those relationships, using uh, using the opportunity to learn some new things, sometimes using the opportunity also to question what they're doing right now, to do a bit of analysis and look for opportunities where they can improve individually but also collectively. And so it's if you're not doing this on a regular basis, then it's something I would strongly, strongly encourage you to do 
because whilst it may be a financial uh, investment, and look, you don't have to necessarily go to a fantastic resort and so forth, but you can take you can take people away and, and book a hotel room for a, for half a day or even a day, and have a really targeted session away from the away from the office and away from the I guess the day to day hustle and bustle of work, and really give yourself some time to create that space to uh, enjoy each other's company, but learn more about each other and come up with some synergies that you can use back in the office to really drive the business forward. And so creating that space and expectation is absolutely critical. So some of the things we talked about, and I won't go into the nitty-gritty, I certainly won't talk about the specifics of the business, but some of the key topics we covered over the last couple of days may actually give you some ideas for your team in terms of what you can do potentially for your group uh, in helping them build a really high-performing, sustainable, aligned culture which, by the way, will underpin performance because, as we know, culture will eat strategy for breakfast every single day, bar none. Now, you may disagree, but that's okay. Um, I've seen it happen, and I firmly believe in that. So when I work with teams, when I work with individuals, and certainly when I work with senior leaders in the sales realm, it's all about culture. If we can set the culture right, then everything flows from that. So here are some here are some ideas, and these are some of the high level topics we talked about over the last couple of days. And maybe this is some food food for thought for you when it comes to facilitating something for your team uh, over over the next say six months, three months, whatever the case might be, to really hone in on where are the areas that we can really bring the I guess the 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 strengths out of our team, really create some alignment, and really get this business supercharged into creating some great results that over time become sustainable and certainly replicable. So here are some topics. Uh, so first of all, we started with like just generating a better understanding of, of each other as people and and understanding what makes us tick. And so how often do you spend time really getting to know the person as a person, as an individual, rather than as the person who has a title in the business and therefore you ask questions based on the role that you play? So we invested a bit of time understanding a bit more about what people uh, what makes people tick as a human being? What are their interests? What are their principles? What are their attributes? What do they do? What do they like to do? What don't they like to do? And so gaining this more human interaction, understanding of people, it's amazing what you can find out from people when you actually ask them and ask them really curious-based questions as to what you can draw out from them. Now, it we found out that there are a lot of people who have a lot of fantastic hobbies that nobody knew about within the business, which is quite interesting. And it sort of begs the question is how often do we ask people about what is of interest to them outside of work? And so getting to know your people as human beings is a fantastic platform and really sets you up for developing that significant culture moving forward. The other thing was really important that we did on both days is setting, and we don't necessarily call them ground rules for the day, but setting up expectations for the day. It's one thing to bring people away from, from their work environment and get them into a I guess, a centralized environment away from work and talk about the business strategy and all that sort of stuff. But when you're talking about humans and when you're talking about trying to build a really high-performing and sustainable culture, it's really important to get them to buy into, okay, what are we there to achieve and what are the expectations that we have for excellence? And so doing this and really getting the team to have buy into that and for them to come up with the ideas around, okay, what are the rules that we're going to engage with today? How are we going to play? Are we going to have fun? Are we going to be honest? Are we going to be transparent? Are we going to be challenging? All those sort of things, again, gives another dimension to the human experience and enables us to really get down and dirty in terms of the conversations and really maximize the output of, of the time and the investment in the team. Uh, we also talked about creating a really important uh, culture of excellence, and this is founded on great feedback. 
Now, I've talked a lot about feedback in on the podcast, and I'm a firm believer that leaders are the ones that have to set the example, and we set the example by first becoming a feedback-seeking machine. And doing this on a regular basis, we start to condition people on how to deal with us. Now, if we're a leader who's always asking for feedback, and we're expecting feedback, and we're demanding feedback, and we're quite, quite grateful for the feedback, and not defending it, not justifying it, not arguing with it, then it creates a culture where other people will start to take a leaf out of our book and start to do exactly the same thing. So from bringing people together and starting to talk about what does a great culture look like, what does a feedback culture look like, it's a fantastic platform for them to take back into the business and start modeling that excellence for other people within the business because over time, and I don't know how long this will take, whether it be three months, six months, or it could even be quicker than that, very quickly you're going to have a culture where feedback is not only expected, it's actually demanded. And it starts with the senior leadership team putting that in place. So creating that feedback culture was absolutely critical to this particular team, as well as building a trust-based culture and really understanding that if we're going to break down silos within an organization, then we have to build upon this concept of trust. And what is what actually is trust? And get your team to start thinking about this. What are the elements of trust? And, and start really testing what those elements are and us asking ourselves the question, okay, we talk about trust being of, of these these things, right? And it could, it could be a whole host of different uh, principles or qualities that we believe as individuals, but also as a collective group as to what constitutes trust. Now, whatever it is that we come up with, because different people have different interpretations and different definitions, the question I'll ask then is, okay, are we demonstrating this on a consistent basis day in and day out? And so being a trust-based culture is what does underpin high performance and sustainable performance. Not only that, it becomes a dest- we become a destination as an organization and certainly as a team that people want to be part of because we know that our we we are valued first of all that our opinion matters that our contribution matters and everything we do is going to be based on a level of trust that is actually created within the business so again it's the it's creating that space to enable people to really think about what is trust and ask ourselves the question do we demonstrate this on a regular basis now linked closer to this is an exercise we did briefly yesterday around team values so what what do we stand for as a team so if you think about your team your leadership team your your sales team have you done an exercise around what's important to you what does success look like but more importantly as part of that success what are some key principles that you stand by that that basically says this is who we are and this is a team values exercise where you get you get the team to start thinking about, okay, what are the qualities that we want to be known for, that we can be held accountable for, that when people interact with us, they can see these values playing out. And again, it plays into the consistency, but also plays into the bedrock of trust that will lead to great uh, long-term and excellent performance. And then, of course, there's no, there's no offside or there's no time we're investing in ourselves without us at least starting to look towards the future and what what does the future look like whether that be the next six months the next 12 months or the next two years however you start to plan start looking at okay even at a high level what are some core objectives you want to shoot for right where are we now and you've got to understand that it's important to establish a baseline if you like of reality and where we are right now but start thinking about what are the goals and expectations for the next six to 12 months what can we achieve? What is possible? And having a really robust discussion with people rather than just the leader dictating what the what the numbers will be, because that just is a cascade and a hierarchical thing, getting the team buy-in is a much better opportunity of those goals once they've been put in place, once they've been discussed, once they've been challenged, and therefore once they've been agreed, 
much better opportunity of them being achieved rather than just the top-down approach that most organizations uh, put in place. So it was a really enjoyable two days. And uh, hey, whilst we can't achieve a utopia in two days, and, and we didn't set out to achieve a utopia in two days, what we've got now is a really strong foundation for this team to use as a springboard, not just for this year, but set themselves up for 2022 and beyond. And so the question I'll ask you as a leader within your team, how often do you invest in your team? How often do you bring your team together? And there are some ideas we just covered off in this episode today to really utilize as a catalyst for bringing that team together, creating some alignment, and really getting people on the same on the same page and really developing and underpinning everything you do with a really strong, high-performing culture. So I implore you, I encourage you, I challenge you, do that often. And, and probably once every 12 months is, is, not, is not often enough. I'd be suggesting once every three months, and even if it's for half a day, you bring people together and start revisiting things and just doing a bit of a check-in. So uh, that's, a, that's a strong recommendation. And I guarantee it'll be a really, really powerful investment that will return like multiples in terms of the investment you put out in terms of time and any financial investment you put into it. And as a reminder, if you'd like some help with this, uh, facilitating team events, uh, offsites for your team, short sessions, or if you'd like to work one-on-one with me around your sales leadership and taking your sales leadership to that exceptional sales leader level, then let's work together one-on-one. Let's uh, jump on a call and work out what that program looks like. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits and we'll set up a Zoom call and have a conversation. So the key message today, invest, invest, invest in your team. It is such a worthwhile investment. And when you do that, you'll build a really robust, sustainable culture that will lead to sustainable results. And particularly when you start talking about strategy, you've already got that really, really strong foundation. So with that said, have a phenomenal day. Look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.